Hello, this is Tiara. Hello, this is Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibration. Welcome back to another episode. So in our last episode, for those of you who listened, we talked about New Age BS and some of the stuff that we're seeing in New Age. Um, and I shared a little bit about this case that I'm following on TikTok, this like whole whole um, blow up that happened between two spiritual TikTokers with pretty large followings. Um, I'm still following that. And there's a bit of an update here. So we're, we're seeing a lot of ego. Um, and I wanted to make this episode about ego in New Age because we're seeing the effects of that and what that can do. Um, so it's sort of become this he said, he said, she said, and I'm sure there are some of you guys who know the two individuals I'm talking about. I'm not going to say who they are. Um, but if you're in on in and on spiritual TikTok, you should know know who they are. Um, so there's a lot of he said, she said, and his followers are like, well, he would never do this, and she's just crazy, and they're saying she's suffering from I think it's called liverance, liverance. I don't know how to say it. Um, but essentially they're saying that she's got some type of obsession with him and it's romantic in nature, and she's concocted this false delusion and um, fantasy tied to him and then there are her followers that are saying well all this stuff can happen in the astral it can happen spiritually it doesn't necessarily mean there's anything going on physically you guys just don't know how that stuff works and it's just it's 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 gotten kind of wild um so apparently he made another tiktok and was like um actually i don't know if he made another one this is just what i've heard um, that he's actually threatening to sue her, which kind of makes sense. Like she's making claims that cannot be proven either way. But there are also claims that can affect his business and his following. So I saw that coming like a mile away. And initially I was like, oh my God, she's so brave for doing what she's doing. But I was like, you know, I really hope she thought this through. And I don't know that she did. Uh, so since he made that threat, she has allegedly taken down her initial claims but the tiktoks that had her initial claims um now i haven't gone to like see what's going on with her at this point um that's just my you know low level unprofessional research that i did showed showed that she has stepped back which makes sense like honestly like you can't make these claims on social media without proof and think that the other person's not going to react like i don't quite know where she was going with that but, um, you know, I, I do know for a, a fact, I mean, again, this is my truth, and I know this is Ali's truth too, that, yeah, stuff between souls can happen in the astral, and it can happen in other energetic planes. That's what she's claiming happens. Um, but one of the reasons why we don't go around proclaiming that stuff all the time is because you can't prove it. And most people are just going to think you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And unfortunately, I think that's what most people think of her right now. So my heart goes out to her. I get what she was trying to do. It was very brave. If it's true, uh, at the same time, like, actions have consequences. Maybe there's a lesson in this for her. You know, I hope she doesn't get sued. So that's the update I have around that specific case. And I'm sure that there's... Uh, plenty more headed are headed towards you know 
the public at some point. I think I think we're going to probably see a lot more of this kind of stuff. I think it's just getting started, started honestly. Well, it kind of just blew up and everyone who watched it was reposting it with their personal input and their opinions and at some point I messaged Tiara and I was just like I don't know if it's me but I think new age spirituality is becoming toxic and Tiara responded to me and she was just like okay I see where you're going with this but not all of it is toxic however I do believe that there are facets of it that are becoming very toxic. And we have, we believe that a lot of that is coming from the ego. Yeah. And so in this episode, we want to explore more about like tying a person's ego to new age. Not apparently (laughs) I just learned this. Uh, apparently like new age and spirituality are two completely different oh yeah very different well i I mean they're just they're i guess they don't necessarily um go hand in hand is what i mean is what i mean like you can be spiritual and not participate in new age or you could be um you know like just like you can be religious um, but not necessarily be spiritual or be spiritual and not necessarily be religious. Like, you see what I mean? I see what you mean, but it's all so, why does it have to be, why does everything have to be so complicated? <laughs> I don't know. That's my I don't question. Know. Like, why? Because we're human. <laughs> we're humans and we like to complicate shit. I'm just like, why does everything have to be this or that? And it's like, why does, why do it, it's still putting us all into boxes. Right. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I think it is. And so for me, like I'm just a spiritual person. I'm a spiritual being. I learn based off of, you know, my mistakes. I I learn from my experiences in life. I'm very fortunate to have had so many experiences in my life who is who or that have really shaped me into who I am today. Um, when it comes to like all the other noise, I'm really just not into it and I'm tired. I'm at the point where I'm just like, I just need to focus on me and my journey and my path and my business and just kind of cancel out all the other noise around me because it's, it's exhausting and I don't know how it's growing to this place where I mean, the power of social media, right? It's it's a blessing and a curse. It's just everyone took this story and like on my For You page, I'm getting all these people being like, you know, I've met this person personally and oh God, I've been yeah. seeing all the claims that like this woman made and I have to say like he wouldn't do this and like people are taking sides and it's just a very toxic environment if you ask me. No, I'm in 100% agreement because I'm seeing similar. And you actually sent me, I think you sent me like two or three of those videos, um, TikToks that were done of people with their own perspectives. And so many people like, especially even when I was on um, her, I think it was, actually it wasn't hers, it was his TikTok. Um, You know, I was doing my unprofessional research and I was looking at the comments and there were people that swear up and down that this is not something that would happen, like ever. And that she's delusional. 
And I'm just like, okay, but you don't know what's going on in the astral. You don't know what's going on in other energetic realms. Like, who are you to say that you do? Like, you know, and I just got kind of like irritated. So I completely understand where you're coming from with that. And um, we're starting to see just this manifestation of too much ego in new age. Um, But especially on social media. I mean, social media is essentially this spot that like, highlights the ego like there is really not much authenticity on social media um everyone's about the ego everyone's trying to get clout everyone's trying to boost their followership so i'm starting to understand more why spirit isn't a big fan of social media and tiktok um you know i still have my thoughts about that but i kind of see why it just seems like people just aren't authentic um and it's sad that it's starting to infiltrate New Age the way it is, because for many of us, and I know for myself, New Age was like this place I could go to be authentic and to find other like-minded souls and people who are on a spiritual, a similar spiritual journey that are also trying to become the best and highest versions of, of themselves. Um, and New Age, essentially, it, it's, it's, it's meant to provide you tools and resources to do, well, it's supposed to, um, to do that. <laughs> And now we're seeing it get twisted into this place for clouts and we're seeing infighting and it's just, it's not what new age was meant to be. Um, And it's unfortunate that it's starting to go that route. And I blame social media. I can't, I was just thinking like, can I blame anything other than social media? I think we can. I think it also comes down to the human being right? It's like, Tiara and I know who we are, and we have a lot to offer the collective, but we don't go around bragging, or we don't go around, like, promoting ourselves the way that people do on social media. It's it's a personal choice to fire up that phone and hit that record button and to do and say the things that people are doing and saying. So, I mean, it's not only social media. I think it just comes down to the individual person and becoming that chaser of clout or fame or whatever they're looking for, followers. Um, it just comes down to whether or not you want to get involved. And I, it, it gets tricky because, you know, there are people that feel like, they may need to stick up for someone. I know Tiara, like that's how you found out, you know, about your divine masculine. You were just like, you made that comment, sticking up for the family. So I understand people wanting to get involved. I think you just have to be conscious and aware of what type of attention you're going to be bringing to yourself and what kind of shitstorm it can turn into. You know what? I don't even think she thought that far, honestly. Like, I think she, I mean, and she even said in the first video she posted that she felt guided to do this and she felt like it was important for her and it was something that she needed to do for the benefit of others. So I I don't think she thought beyond that, you know, and... and I, and I get that. And I see tons of that on TikTok where people are like stop their cars and they, you know, fire up their phones in their car. And they're just like, I had to stop driving because I got this message for the collective yeah. and I felt guided to do that. <laughs> and here I am delivering said mes- message. 
And I don't know, I get messages all day and I don't talk about them at all. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> so obviously we're not here to say that someone's not getting messages. You know, we all get messages. Um, it's just what you do with those messages that matters. And some people keep them to themselves and some people want to share those messages because they feel guided to. And then I think there's another subset of people who want to share the messages, but also want clout. Like, you know, and so it's, 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 it's like this fine line in many ways, especially when we're talking about social media, um, which is, again, all about inflating the ego. Speaking of ego, I know we didn't really, we haven't really talked about ego that much on this podcast, but um, I want to dive into ego a little bit more because I think the concept is, it can be confusing because there seems to be multiple definitions. Um, so I think this term initially came through Freud, who, depending on, you know, who you are, is considered the uh, father of modern psychology. And initially, it was meant to be reflective of one of three concepts, um, the ego, the id, and the superego. The ego specifically being the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious. So that's not necessarily what we're talking about when we're talking about ego. When we say ego here, we're talking about um, the new age concept that essentially means who you believe yourself to be. and who you have built, or I guess the um, um, the being you believe yourself to be based on your own programming, based on how others have treated you, um, that kind of thing. So I, I think what we're seeing with New Age is people who want something, uh, want to be viewed a specific way, and that's taking precedence over what new age truly was supposed to be about, which is about tools and resources to help you expand and evolve. Um, at least in my opinion, that's kind of what it's starting to look like. Um, so that's what I mean when I say ego. That's what we mean when we say ego on this podcast. Honestly, I don't really know what it's beginning to look like. I just see cracks in the fold. I just see more and more toxicity entering and I have crazy thoughts sometimes and I'm Probably all do. To, well no I'm just beginning to wonder if like how much demonic influence is happening like some of it feels really demonic oh yeah there's a lot of demonic energy on social media again you know why they haven't widened us on tiktok <laughs> Um, but there's a ton of that. There's, there's a ton. So, I mean, it wouldn't be that surprising if we were starting to see demonic energy infiltrate the new age movement. It wouldn't surprise right. me and at no, all. And I'm saying that I already see it. I already yeah. see it. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm, this is part of the reason why we're having this conversation and why I'm just kind of taking a step back and hmm. just trying to gain as much perspective as possible on how to move forward because I really do think that there's demonic influence there. And I think that I don't think with the demonic influence, the people not being authentic, all the imposter syndrome and all the ego, I'm just 
sitting here thinking to myself, where are we headed in this? And really, I don't want to get wrapped up in it. So I will just tread lightly and see where this goes. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's completely understandable. And, you know, it's, it's, so it's starting to get difficult to recognize who's truly authentic and new age. I mean, you have all these people that are claiming to be spiritual coaches, healers, guides, mediums, and I've had a couple experiences with people from this space who had imposter syndromes or who were not who they claimed to be. And so now I'm just like, well, who are the authentic, real, gifted individuals who are doing this for the best and highest? Like, where are they? Like, how do we identify them? Because honestly, at this point, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know I see a lot of people on my feed that do readings and for the most part most of those do seem to resonate not all of them but a lot of them do so I know that there's some energetic positive energetic alignments in some way but outside of that I just I don't know like I don't know how to know who the authentic people are anymore in new age Um, and I see I understand why Ali feels the need to step back now that's not to say that like there's anything wrong with new age as a belief or as a modern concept. Um, you know, we operate in technically we do operate in the new age space. Um, not only this podcast specifically, but us individually as, you know, guides, healers, and coaches. So we do technically operate in that space. Um, but at the same time, it's getting harder to be associated or affiliated with new age, especially as we start to see more ego um, supersede what it's about. So <clears throat> for those of you who might be following a lot of spiritual or new age concepts on social media, um, I'm, I'm sure, you, sure you guys have probably seen similar trends. And in our last podcast, pa- yeah, can't talk. In our last podcast, we talked about how to protect yourself. Um, that's information is going to be really, really important to keep, you know, keep in mind if you are going to continue to operate within this space. By the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's called New Age BS. Please do because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Absolutely. That was actually a really fun episode. And this was something that, like I said, I've been wanting to get into for a while. It's taken me a, a while to get here. I've just been energetically shattered (laughs) the past few weeks. And I think maybe just because I've been in a more lower vibrational state, I'm really just starting to see like the new age community for what it's becoming. And I really hope it doesn't fully get to that place, but we're definitely headed there. And I don't think that we should turn a blind eye to it because something in spiritual coaching that um, I do with my clients is like, it's a, it's a relationship you're building with someone and the spiritual journey is not easy. It's not linear. You are going on an emotional ride with your client, like 
helping your client discover who they truly are. And you are going to talk about really deep, emotional, private things with your coach. And you need to really learn how to protect yourself because you don't know who you're sharing this information with. You don't know, like you're letting people energetically connect to you. You don't know what that person, what the other person's intentions are. You don't know if they're authentic. And it's something else that I want to make people aware of because like I said, it's such a intimate relationship that you're sharing with your life coach or, you know, your mentor or your confidant. And you have to be really careful about who you're letting in because as Tiara has mentioned and going back to the very beginning of the episode where we're talking about all this TikTok drama, yes, things can happen in the 5D. Um, Tiara and I know from personal experience firsthand um, and the, the shitty thing is, is that there's no proof. We have zero right. proof. If we bring it to 3D and if we want to talk about this shit, we have no proof. And so you're really starting to shatter people's reputations. You could be shattering like you you just don't know anymore. This is why it's this is why I said in the last episode, it's getting out of fucking control because people are making these claims. There's no proof. And my truth is my truth. And I'm not saying that your truth isn't your truth, but it's like, where's the proof? And it's like, it's your story. Like people come in, like when you meet someone new, you're coming into a person's story, like from the day that you meet them, unless they talk about their past. But here's the thing. You don't know if that, if they're telling the truth about their past. Right. So it's just like, you have to be really careful with people because people are getting, people have gotten kind of savvy through the pandemic because they've spent so much time alone. And really like the pandemic was the time for people to go inward. And, you know, people were, you know, out of work trying to pick up side hustles. And I think this is where this boom really started happening where people picked up a couple books and started educating themselves. And then like with social media, they just kind of jumped on. And so I see the trend of where all of this is kind of coming from, starting with the pandemic, isolation, reading, educating themselves and being like, I can turn this into a business because you don't need Mm. any real credit. You don't need any education or certificates or degrees in spirituality to claim that you are or are not a guru in something. Right. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on the whole guru thing because technically when it comes to social media, anybody can be a guru. Like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. You say you're a guru, boom, you're a guru. Um, you know, and, and that's where it just gets so, so tricky. And, you know, I, I mentioned before that I have struggled with knowing who's authentic. Um, you just, you know, you, you just, it's, it's hard to know today. So your best bet is always just going to be your intuition, you know? And even if it means like not working with a coach, cause you just can't find that aligned individual and going within and doing the work yourself. I almost would say that that's preferable to paint someone to guide you, especially if you haven't aligned with someone that resonates. Um, 
just do the work yourself, you know? And as you start to do the work, you raise your vibration and eventually, yeah, you'll start to make alignments with soul tribe and, you know, spirit might guide you to that individual. But if that hasn't happened yet, I almost would just recommend just doing the work yourself. Um, and then I mentioned, you know, in our past episode that, you know, me and Allie are authentic and you guys are more than welcome to reach out to us anytime. But, you know, if you're looking for someone to work with and you're just like, or even if you're wanting someone in person that you can work with or something like that, like if they don't align, if they don't resonate, if it doesn't feel, feel right, then heed that and just, you know, do it yourself. Cause you can, you can absolutely do shadow work yourself. You can act, act actually, um, I, I actually think that when it comes to some of that work, that it's more effective to do it on your own just because there's just so much like depth and um, profound wisdom that comes from having that revelation on your own. At least for me, that's always been very, very impactful for me to have those revelations on my own. Um, so if you can do it on your own, I would recommend that. If you absolutely need someone, then go to me or Allie as a resource because it's just, it's, it's messy out there, guys. It's so messy. So, so messy. But we're not messy like that. So, you know, I'm going to make sure that I plug that in a couple times. I definitely would say that we're not messy. Um, but, oh, I could get lost in that. Like, I could follow that whole train wreck. And like follow it until you know every car has derailed like I can do that but I'm not gonna do that you know I'm just gonna leave it and you know kind of keep an eye on where that goes I actually started following her and she started following me so oh. um so well it's because I was okay so you were talking about how you can't take 5d stuff and prove it um I have 100% agreement with you. And I think that that's where it kind of fell apart is because she's trying to take, trying to take 5D stuff and prove it in 3D. That's never going to happen on, you know, this planet with people like us and earthlings. Like if there is no physical evidence, we just don't care. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, but no. So I think I said to her on one of her videos, I was like, what is the history of your souls? You know, referring to him. Um, Cause she had like posted this video. It was just some words and it said something like, I will always cherish my strength or something like that after she started getting attacked. And I had just put on there, you know, what's the, do you know, like the history between our souls? You know, I didn't pitch myself. I could have, but I didn't do that. Um, and then she didn't respond, but then she did follow me. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna keep an eye on that and just see where that goes because I'm curious. I am definitely curious. So, for our audience who's listening, um, you can find out the history of your soul. Um, you can either have it channeled. If you are a channeler, you can ask your guides. Sometimes they'll tell you. Sometimes they won't. From my personal experience. You can also find out from the Akashic Records. And honestly, that is the best way is the Akashic Records. So if you are really curious about your soul journey and maybe some people that you meet that you think could possibly be soul tribe or soul family, the Akashic Records, guys, is 
magnificent. It is just a pool of amazing and interesting information. If you're the closest thing that in 3D that you're going to get to proof is probably the Akashic records. Tara, would so you agree I will with say that? I, no, I definitely agree, but I will say that it seems in my experience when it comes to accessing that information that you're only going to get the information that's most relevant or needed for your current situation or circumstance. At least that's how it was for me because when I had my reading done, like yeah, she gave me some information, but like the other stuff like was stuff I found out on my own or through working with you or through channeling elsewhere. So that's why I was just like, you know, you might get some information, but it's, it's only going to be the stuff that's relevant to your specific need at that time. It seems well, I, like, but I also think guides are like that too. Guides right. are definitely like right. that too, because I've asked questions and they were just like, why do you need to know that? Or they'll say like, um, you know, that information is not important right now. Come back later. And I'm just like, oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying like, yeah, it's hard to get information regardless. I mean, thinking back on what Tiara and I have been through and interactions we've had with our guides or interactions that we've had in the Akashic Records, it's just kind of like, you won't find out everything, I guess, but they will tell you things that are for your highest good and purpose in the present. Well, and that's what I was wondering is like, did she go and do something like that? Like, did she access her Akashic records? Did she talk to her guys? I mean, you know, I can't say what she did or didn't do. I'm just wondering if she did additional research between about what's going on between their souls before she posted what she did. Um, I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I would think she would do that. You know, um, she seems to have had extensive history with this individual's spirit or soul or whatever it is. Um, so that's why I was just kind of curious and, you know, she didn't give an immediate response, hmm. but you know, I feel like if you're going to proclaim something publicly like that, that that would be like the basic information you should do, like the most basic level research that that you should do. In my opinion, you know, so. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, I have questions about a person's motive. Sure. Right. It's just. It, and this is why we're having this conversation and bringing ego into this or, you know, clout chasers or trying to gain followers. And I'm not claiming that she was doing any of those things. She may have just genuinely wanted to warn the public and talk about her experience the way that, you know, she claims that she was guided to. But the bottom line is, is that we don't really know. Yeah. We exactly. don't know what the motive was. We have no idea. Yeah. And that becomes difficult when, you know, everyone can just post a video on TikTok now claiming to be XYZ or have information on XYZ. And it's just, this is why it's really important to 
build your own intuition and do your own work. Do as much of your own work as possible before you bring in someone else. Or if you are just, if you meet someone and if you find out they're like a life coach or a mentor, and if you really feel comfortable and it resonates with you, and if you're just like, hey, like I found my person. But also what I want to say that the most important thing is never be afraid to walk away. Like if you get into the middle of something or if you start something, if it doesn't feel right, walk away. It's okay to do that. Like don't stick it out because if something is like guiding you or something inside of you is telling you, I don't want to go any further with this person, but I've already paid. doesn't matter. Walk away. That is fantastic advice because I know that we are oftentimes tied to our money and I know I am. So if I paid someone, I'm like, oh no, I gave you money. We're doing this. But if it doesn't resonate or it feels wrong or if there are red flags that are popping up, walk away. Like, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it might hurt to take the loss financially, but like, what are you going to gain anyway? Like, you're not going to gain much if you already see the red flags here. There's, those red flags are popping up for you for a reason. So heed that. Um, and you will be, yeah, you'll be much better off for it if you do that. Trust, trust us. <laughs> Trust money, us. money is a neutral energy. It comes and goes. It will if you know it don't be so tied to money because it's a neutral energy. It comes and goes as fast as we make it, we spend it. So just don't like have these strong ties to I've already spent all this money. I have to commit to this. If it doesn't feel right, walk away. That's what I'm doing with my student loans. So, you know, if you can do it with that, then yeah, you can do it with anything. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. No, if you have student <laughs> loans, make sure you're paying, paying your student loans monthly. Um, yeah, I was just like, I don't know what, what you happened. said. I don't, I just, I don't know what happened to your student loans. <laughs> They're there. They're well, I just know, there. but like you were supposed to get that shit forgiven and it still hasn't and you like called and you got the <sighs> runaround. And so I'm just like, well, maybe she wasn't supposed to be forgiven her student loan debt. I don't know. Okay. So for reference, I um, applied for the public service loan forgiveness program, which if you have student loans and you work for a nonprofit or government entity for 10 years, you can get your loans forgiven. Um, so I have been working in governments for for 10 years. It's just I wasn't able to get everything counted the way it should have been counted for various reasons. Um, and then COVID hits. And then for those of you with student loans, they were placed on pause for like three years. And all those three years counted as payments. So that counted. Um, but for some reason... There is payments that are missing. And I said to them, um, this is maybe a year ago, that, hey, there are payments missing here. And they said that it happened when my loan got transferred from another servicer. So that still, still hasn't been rectified. Um, and at this point, I have said, fuck those student loans. And <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting there. And I don't touch them or look at them. So that's where I am. <laughs> With my student loan debt, I do not recommend anyone else do that. Take care of your responsibilities. You know, pay your loans monthly like a good person. But I feel some kind of way. So that's what's going on with my student loans. 
The universe works in mysterious ways. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. And me and the universe have had this conversation. So, yeah. The universe (laughs) certainly works in mysterious ways. Oh, man. (sighs) Okay. Where were we going with this? Ego. Let's get back to the. How did we get to my student loans? Like what? I have no idea. That's why I said let's get back to the ego. (laughs) Okay, absolutely. So we we were talking about ego was. We did, but we were also talking about the link to money because um, a lot of people have some type of that emotional link to money um, because we view it as a scarce resource, and so that keeps us bound and tied to things sometimes. Right. Okay. And for the record, money actually isn't a scarce resource. We're just taught that by false societal programming. Money is abundance and anyone can attract money. It's just that we're so stuck in scarcity programming that we don't attract it the way we should, Um, which is unfortunate. And it's very, very difficult to overcome scarcity mindset because I have been struggling with it. I think I've only just gotten to a place where I'm feeling abundance like actually starting to feel abundant but man it took me a long time to get there so I understand why that might be very difficult for people who might you know struggle with parting with funds when it comes to paying a coach or hiring someone to navigate their spiritual journey so that's where we started with that right but here's the thing about money people just have such a tight grip on it and I get it because so many people don't have any right now Mm. Um, and so it really just the our economies are just so fucked up. And oh, I know. It's they have done everything they can to keep us locked in the false matrix. They have done everything that they can to keep us in the fear-based what is it, mentality, the fear-based mindset. Mindset. Mm-hmm. They've done everything they can to keep us prisoners of our own realities. And I would say that's really what spirituality should be about. Spirituality should be about um, really being able to look at yourself and the individual's journey and being able to break free of this quote unquote false matrix that they have created for us because they don't want mm-hmm. people in the higher vibrational state because once they know that they lose society that's when they start panicking and so like really spirituality should be all about flipping the narrative becoming the best and highest version of yourself and breaking free of the false matrix and living your best life and i've accomplished it I, com- I I probably accomplished it 10 years ago. I left my job at a corporate bank and I went traveling for like, I've always wanted to travel. I, I, I don't know how, I didn't know when, but I knew when I was a kid, I was going to travel the world someday. And I just did it. I just quit my job I gave up my apartment and I just was like yeah I'm gonna go travel for six months well six months turned into eight years and I haven't and I haven't really been back so um you know I just took my life in a very different direction and 
I don't know. It's all worked out. I've been very fortunate. I get that. But it, it's just worked out. Like, I haven't felt the need to go back into the false matrix. Actually, I did try. And it was, it was such a horrific train wreck. And I was like, okay, I get the message universe. I get the message. And now I'm on this completely new path. I Even if I wanted to go back, I don't think my guides would let me. So... You know, I was just thinking about this today, how, so, um, again, for the record, I, I also quit my job to focus on this podcast and some other, um, entrepreneurial endeavors full time. So I'm really, really proud of that. And I'm excited about that. Um, but I was just thinking about how I could never, ever go back to that nine to five grind, driving in traffic for an hour each way, (laughs) twice a day, like. To the people that do that, oh my God, like my heart goes out to you because I was so exhausted. And I'm just like, I don't get how people do this for 25, 30, 30 years. Oh, they do it longer than that. They do it for at least 40 to 50. That's wild to me. Like, I just, like, I just, my mind was just like, oh my God. I just, I couldn't, I, I just know for a fact I could never do it again. And here's the thing. You loved your job. You absolutely no, I loved your job. And it's it's not about the job. It's just about the like the rigorous nine to five. You give up your entire right. day. Your entire day is gone. By the time you get home, you're exhausted. And then you got to cook and get dinner on the table. And like you have barely have like maybe what an hour or two to yourself to unwind. And then you wake up and do it all over again. Right. And I was just thinking about how my parents did this. Like when we were growing up, both of them every single day and had to raise three kids and make sure they got to school, that they were fed, that they were clothed. And I'm just like, I, I, there's no way, <laughs> like, there's, there's, just, there's just no way. <laughs> and so I'm just like, man, they were superheroes, like just the energy and the diligence and the time management that they had to do that for 40 oh, years. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, you know, it's crazy. My mom, well, my parents were never divorced, thankfully. But like my mother, she worked full time. She went back to school. She went back to school to get her graduate degree part time and raise three young children as she was doing all of this. While also working. Working full time, graduate school part time while raising three children. How? Like, I just, my mind cannot process this. Like, my mind can't, my brain can't brain this. Like, what? Yeah, my mom was, my mother even looked back, like, in her older years, I had that conversation with her, and she was just like, I look back, and she's like, I don't even know how I did it. Right, and that's what my mom said. You just, you just, when you're in it, you just find a way to make it work. I guess so, because my mom said something just like that. And I will say that when I was in graduate school, I was on a very similar grind. So for the most part, that checks out. Like you just you don't know how you do it. Like when you look back, you're just like, how? I don't know. But I just did. So, yeah, it's just like, uh, oh, my God. Crazy, crazy. Again, now- for you guys that are hustling and grinding like that, much respect to you. I know that that is not easy. So it's not. my heart goes out to you. Yeah, it's not. I, I was on the grind until I turned 28 and then I left it all. Man, I was on the grind you. until I was 28. And then I was just like, I'm going to go try out this other life and see how it goes. And 
I loved it. And I was like, all right, well, now I have to figure out how to continue to live this life because I love it so much. And then last year I tried to go back to the grind. And like I said, it just did not pan out. And after like four months of that, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going back to the life that I loved. (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting because I feel like there are so many people who want out of this grind and don't know how to do it. Um, because I was there too. Like, it's just, it's hard to figure out how are you going to pay your bills? Like, how are you going to make ends meet? How are you going to, you know, make the impact you want to make? Like, what are you going to do? So we're so tied to that traditional nine to five everyday, you know, paying bills, paying for my home, raising my kids, vacation once or twice a year. Like, we're so used to that. And I think that that's programmed into a lot of us that we don't know that there's another way and we don't really even think about it often you know most of the time um but there is a way you guys there is and if you want the answer and you want to get to that space ask spirit to show you the way and spirit will you just have to have faith and you have to be patient very patient i was gonna say very very patient (laughs) let it add in there um yeah, I mean, listen, if you guys are inspired by my story, reach out to me. I would love to connect with some of you. I would love to share more about my story. Um, but I have figured it out and I'm helping my clients figure it out too. So we'll get you there. Oh my gosh, I love that. By the way, her email is Allie at goddessvibrationstudio.com for any of you guys who are interested. And Gosh, I've been trying to push you to do this for so long. I think when you started your travels, I was like, you should do like a travel vlog or a blog or something because it's so your story is so inspiring. And you were like, eh, Um, I am glad you're helping people with that now. I'm not like a I've never been a big egotist. I'm very competitive. So when I'm in it and when I'm motivated to do it and like I, I, I've accomplished so much and I'm very competitive. And so I, there's definitely ego there, but when I'm outside of that environment, I'm just very calm and I'm introverted and I'm not egotistical and I don't want to make others feel less fortunate. Like that's never my intention. I just kind of keep to myself and I do my own thing and I'm just happy. Good. Good. I just thought it would have been, you know, kind of cool because you were doing such cool things and you were sending these incredible photos. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is just a dream that she's doing this. It and is it's so, so inspiring. Yeah, it, it really is very inspiring. And I'm so. going to go back to it next year. So, <laughs> And I might be joining you there for that. Maybe. Possibly. We'll yeah, see. you're going to have to decide soon. So. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, I'm leaning toward a yes. It's just I haven't. I'm just I'm focused on so many things. I haven't really been able to like sit sit down and book. Um, but I will probably. Okay, so it's gone from maybe to probably. <laughs> so I'm going to Korea next year, possibly Japan. I it really is going to depend on when I get over there. It's also really going to depend on like where we're at in the world in terms of like I don't know. I probably won't go if World War Three is happened, but. I right now Korea's on the docket um probably Japan 
if I'm feeling super inspired, I've always wanted to go to the Philippines. So maybe I'll stop there because, you know, I'm on that side of the world. Also, New Zealand's on my list. So we'll just kind of see what happens next year when I get over there. Whatever I feel inspired to do, I'll do. And that's how you should live your life. Yes. I've been doing it for 10 years. Yes. Well, everyone should live their life based on being inspired. Um, Live their lives from the heart space because that's when things manifest for you is when you're living authentically and you're living your truth and you're living the way you feel inspired to live. Absolutely. And it takes time to get to that. It does take time to get to that, but everyone can do it. So, yeah. So you guys just learned a little bit more about me. If you, like I said, if you guys ever want just to email me, like I would love to hear from you. And if you want to chat, if you want to set up, like I do consultations for my coaching sessions, they're free. So if you just kind of want to meet or if you just have a thought, I would love to hear from you. Just reach out. Yes, absolutely. And you can find our contact information on our website, www.goddessvibrationstudio.com. Um, and it's, it's really simple. They're just direct email links. So you can click there and you can reach either one of us. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for listening and following and Merry Christmas. Oh or yes, is, or, right. is, or, is, or is Christmas gonna pass? What week are we in? No, it will be two days after Christmas by the time this airs. So I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> right. Let's, maybe we can edit that. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you have a great New Year. It's gonna be yes, twenty twenty four. Right. And depending on who you are, you may or may not be looking forward to that. I am so looking forward to 2024. (laughs) 2023 can, we're closing that chapter. Absolutely. That's a positive attitude. That's the right attitude to have. I just, I know a lot of people are just, they saw 2023 and they were just like, 2024. uh." I think everyone's feeling that way. Like ever since 2020, like the every year that like proceeds is just like, oh God, what's in store? (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. But yeah, I think everyone is just in that energetic state right now. And it's going to, something's going to get better, you guys. I, I, I promise. We just, you have to pick that. You have to choose that. You have to manifest that. Um, but something's going to get better for you, for all of you. Absolutely. So Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, because some people don't celebrate Christmas. So Happy Holidays and Happy New Year. That's right. Happy New Year, you guys. We'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye bye.